Hello, and welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana of MetabolicMasterpiece.com, along with my co-host, Brian Cron of BrianCron.com. Today, we are going to be talking about maximizing your effort in the gym, taking your game to the next level, what you should be doing before you hit the gym, and different strategies that we use to really keep ourselves amped up when we need to be and laser focused when we need to be and and how we kind of flip that switch and find that next level of effort um, to really ensure that we are maximizing everything we have to experience the gains that we desire. <laughs> it's all about the gains, all about uh, all about getting cut and jacked there. How's things going, Brian? Well, man, pretty good, man. especially after that intro. Things are, things are very good. <laughs> It's It's, uh, it's something we've covered in the past, like really kind of we we've looked at other programs from from some of the top like bodybuilders out there, whether they're natural or not. Um, Bottom line is like we study these programs and go, what the hell? Like there's no there's no secret here. They're not it's not like they're doing anything extreme or anything that's really much different than you and I are doing. But they're achieving exceptional Mm -hmm results and a lot of it comes down to the effort that they're putting in in the gym like they are busting their ass their ass they like they know how to flip that switch they know how to they hit that point that that pain barrier and they just push through it and you can see the look on their face uh, but it's that look of determination and uh, just that feeling of unstoppable um whatever drive that they have within them can't take that stuff away from them, but what we can do is is learn from what they're doing in the gym, and, and instead of looking at program design, because it's really a lot of times it's not all that different than what we're what we're already doing. A lot of times it's the exact same, and sometimes we may even be pushing a little bit harder. Uh, but it all comes down to the effort. So, yeah, that's a that's a great point, man. And yeah, I think a lot of people sometimes focus a wee bit too much on the you know kind of the the whistles and bells of training and Right, like just like one exercise variation versus another. You know, should I do four sets or five sets or blah blah blah? Whereas that the mental component, like the amount of effort you put in and focus, makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. without a doubt. I mean, yeah, I see. Like, especially nowadays, a lot of people are really looking at at the research and the studies. And oh my god, this week we just there was a study that came out that showed. I should be doing three full body workouts instead of a body part split. I got to completely change everything right yeah. now. You know, just put the fucking work in. Put the work in and do it. Stop worrying about the minutia. What what training protocol is going to produce better results than the other? It's uh, people are just obsessing over over the little details, but one of the big reasons why they're struggling to really see progress is they're just they're not putting in the work that they are capable of putting in. No, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, man, that, that is just huge. I, th- I think it, even if you took just a very kind of subpar program, but just applied exceptional effort to it, you'll get way better results than following like the, the absolute most perfect program that you kind of mail in. Dude, that, that's such a, that's a huge point. See that time and time again. Um, yeah, I see people get incredible results on just the, the shittiest program design ever. And they see other guys with a, just an amazing program. Like, how are you not getting good results here? And yeah, it boils down to, to that drive, that, that the work that they're putting in. Some guys are just willing to bust 
their ass in order to achieve what they want. I think a lot of it comes right down to just having a goal. Some guys just they yeah. they reach that point where they they have that that strong desire. They know they're they're finally fed up. I've been thinking about this for for too long, kind of half-assing things. It's really time for me to to step up my game and and push it. And they set a goal. They they might join a transformation contest or they might book a photo shoot uh, or they may decide to compete and they set that that goal with a a concrete deadline. And I think that in itself um, is a strong driving force to make sure that you're you're pushing it each and every day. Oh yeah, that is yeah, that's super super important. Especially as you get kind of further along, you know, and, and progress gets a little bit, it's, you know, a little tougher to achieve. You really really need to be you know, focused on some hopefully attainable goal that just kind of fires you up that little bit more. Definitely. I, I did. I've even noticed it, like when uh, preparing for you coming down here. We knew we were going to. Uh, we knew we were going to be recording videos and taking pictures and all that shit. And it was, it was a good, uh, a good reason. There was a, a deadline. I knew exactly the exact date you were coming down here and had to be ready for it. So, push myself to to really dial things in um, yeah. for for that weekend. And then afterwards, since then, I really haven't had anything strong to to really push me. I've been haphazard with, uh, with everything. I mean, training is always good, but I think mm-hmm. it could always be better. I, I, I know there's a whole nother level inside of me, uh, especially having competed before and, and having scheduled photo shoots. I think those are, those are kind of the ultimate driving force for me. When I, it's the best for me was stepping on stage because I don't want to embarrass myself uh, on there. I want to look my absolute best. Not everyone wants to step on stage though. So I think photo shoots is, is the next thing and having that concrete deadline and paying for something in, in advance and putting it out there, everyone expecting your, to see the photos of you in your, your peak condition. I think there's, that's another huge um, concrete deadline and an event that can really drive you to want to maximize your effort within the gym and, and not waste a single second of, uh, of your time. Uh, yeah. Like, you want to really maximize the time in there. Yeah. If you're doing a bodybuilding show, I mean, that, Jesus, man, that is pressure. I mean, <laughs> like you're going to be standing in front of hundreds or I don't know, maybe even thousands of people in your smallest underwear mm-hmm. and there's nothing to hide. So and it's tough. A lot of times, I mean, you're walking into those training sessions feeling a little depleted. You're in a caloric deficit. So once that strength starts to go down a little bit, it can be hard to really dig deep within you and and find that energy and drive to push even harder because yeah. you, you just you got limited fuel in your body. You're just trying to maximize, squeeze yeah. every bit, uh, every, every ounce out of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm definitely not a stimulant guy. Like I, I'm not the type of dude who likes to get super hopped up before a gym. I, I used to. I was uh, I was that way, and 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 I do think they kind of have. That's where they kind of have a benefit is when you're really depleted, you're really tired, and you're, you're just dragging your ass. Then you know, kind of an artificial kick like that can uh, is really beneficial. But uh, yeah, for, my, <laughs> for most of the year, I certainly don't like to to rely on crutches like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I I, just, I get what you're saying. When you're, <laughs> When you're like four weeks out, you're just kind of limping into the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. I think I think that's a, that's a good point. Those are those are the times that, uh, yeah, having having a little bit of boost, and even for yeah. me, like 
I'll enjoy sipping on uh, branched chain amino acids during a workout because it just it, it gives me, even though it, it's not a lot of energy from it, I still I feel something. It's it's water and a little bit of fuel. Maybe it's maybe it's a bit of um, placebo effect there, where I'm, mm-hmm. I'm drinking branched chain amino acids yeah. during my workout. I feel I can get through this workout. I I can push it a little bit harder. It's uh, I love the placebo effect, man. Yeah, I mean, I like fuck. I'm the I'm the body by placebo right here, man. Like I. <laughs> I fear, uh, probably two thirds of the shit I take is probably a placebo effect, but you know, I don't, I just, it's powerful. I mean, like I'm not a big science guy as everyone knows, but you know, any science dude will tell you the placebo effect is powerful. No doubt and about if, it. You know, if it gets you, if it gets you to your goal, you know, safely, like at the end of the day, well, what's wrong with that? I love yep. my branch chains. I, people make fun of me how many branch chains I consume. I, I honestly believe that they work. Um, but when I work with and that's, clients, that's why they work for you. <laughs> that's ex- exactly, exactly, brilliant, exactly. It, but it's funny though because then I'll be working with clients and they'll be like, "Should I take branch chain amino acids?" I'm like, "Nah, you don't really need it." Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then I look at my own you know, bizarre routines that I go through. And I'm like, "Jesus, I, I got to start following my own advice." But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, how about, I mean, is the majority of the time, are you training on your own right now? Yeah, I mean, I've, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, especially since I moved, uh, I'm still kind of getting used to my new city, so I, a very kind of delicate way of saying I don't have a lot of friends. Um, but yeah, I train on my own, and um, I tend to go very early, so it, it would take a special kind of bro to get up at 4 a.m. with me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wish I had a good training partner though. I like what, like what you got with Rick. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, have you ever trained with a partner? Like, do you notice a difference training on your own and training with a partner? It's been a while since I consistently did. Um, I, like when I lived in New York, I uh, I would work out occasionally with Dan Trink. He was a really good trainer at Peak, and that was just probably some of the best training of my life. Just having. Uh, you know, another really good coach watching over you, pushing you. Um, it made such a huge difference. But consistently, like day after day, no, I, I wish I had like uh, an Arnold Franco thing going. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, maybe one day. You know? yeah. 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 I've, uh, I always used to train on my own and I always thought that was the best way because I could just put my headphones on, get in the zone, mm-hmm. not talk to a single person, just focus on the task at hand. And that, it worked for me. I, I really liked that. I swore by it though. I thought people were nuts. Uh, saying, oh, having a training partner is way better. Um, and then I, tra- I trained with Tom Venuto one time. I was like, oh, fuck. He, he found a whole new level within me. Yeah. Uh, just knew how to say the right things at the right time to to get me to dig deep and really show myself what I'm made of. And I thought, wow, I guess I guess I am missing out on something here. I, I haven't haven't found a way to to push myself in a way that someone else can push me. So it was after that that it was the very next day after after Tom left that I was thinking, who in this gym would be a good fit for me? And it was a it was a struggle to to think of someone that was kind of around my level, um, lifted around the same kind of weight, um, was very driven, and yeah. uh, the only right, right away the the first person I thought of was was Rick. I'm like, I see this guy here all the time. He never yeah. freaking misses. He's in great shape lifts about the same weight as me. We're very similar in, in size and stature. So I asked him and he was, he was kind of hesitant because he always trained on his own. 
and uh, he said, well, let's, let's do one workout. We'll give it a try and see how it goes. We did one workout and we've been, uh, we've been hooked ever since. And, and yeah. I think a lot of it is that we're both very driven and he's probably even more driven than I am. Like he's someone who can't stand missing a session. Like he, he will never bail on me. He's, he's never, ever missed a workout other than uh, when he's away on vacation. So incredibly committed. Um, I think one of the benefits is that we are very similar in strength. So when I see him add like two and a half pounds on the bench press, small amount of weight, I'm like, fuck, I got to do that. It's just whenever he's adding weight, I feel like I've got to add some weight. Whenever he does an extra rep, I feel like I have to do an extra rep. So it's always a kind of battle who's going to go first, who's going to go first. Cause we know the other person is going to try to outdo us. And yeah. that, that kind of leaves a, leaves a little mark on us for the next workout. And, um, so we do, we kind of have that, that little bit of a push, but I think that the benefit is that there's not, not one of us, like I might have a day where I'm a little distracted or down or tired and he can pick me up and, uh-huh. but that happens rare. And then he might rare once in a while have that day and I pick him up. So it's not like there's, like I've seen people where I always have to call them and drag them to the gym. Like it's a chore to get them to show up and they show up and they're bitching and whining. And I, I can't deal with that shit. Um, so it does, I think a training partner is great when you find someone who's the right fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm such a volume guy. Like I, I love high volume training. That's I honestly, if I could, if I could build a perfect training partner, it would be someone who kind of, <laughs> kind of peters out a little bit earlier so he can kind of hold me back that way mm-hmm. uh, and ideally somebody who likes to lift heavier than I prefer to so I wouldn't be such a pussy sometimes but um, you know you, you got to kind of work with the people that you know there's other qualities too but uh, yeah, yeah if I could if I could reverse engineer a perfect training partner it'd be a meathead like that so, <laughs> yeah. I love it that's that's a good solid meathead right there yeah. <laughs> awesome and i think aside from a training partner just surrounding myself with other fellow goal-driven bros there's there's a few in my gym and, and there's a few that uh-huh. we'll we'll hang out with outside of the gym but really in our everyday life it's such a a small percentage so i do like to to peek into a few different um uh Groups, online forums, um, uh-huh. on Facebook. I, I love my little group, the Physique Artist Nation. Yeah. Uh, the Facebook closed group there where it's it's just all like-minded men and women who love to be cut and jacked. And they definitely, there's a lot of them who inspire me to kind of step up my game. My, my game. I'll, I'll see them get shredded for a photo shoot or, or some reason. They're going through a cutting phase before the next building phase. And I like seeing their progress fires me up. Then I see them focusing on building muscle. I'm like, fuck, I can't wait to get to that level too and start net phase and, and start adding some size. So we're all feeding off of each other. And I find that's really important. It's one of the, one of the selfish reasons why I created that group was for myself. So I could, cause I need that. I need to surround myself with people. So when I, I if ever a doubt creeps in my, in my mind that am I, am I weird? Is this, is it crazy for me to be eating like this and training like this? And yeah, I guess the 99% of the population is weird, but to that 1%, we're freaking normal, man. And, and I, that, that's the, that's the group of normalcy that I want to fit in with. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is huge. It's, um, 
yeah, you, yeah, you always kind of want to be with somebody who, uh, yeah, who kind of reinforces these weird things that we do. Like I, I, you know, I have a few bros who, you know, their their better half, their their wife or the spouse or whatever, isn't too keen on, you know, isn't too keen on them going to the gym all the time or or, or watching their diet a lot, and it's you know, it's a bit of a struggle. I mean, there's they, they have tension and and they're and subsequently they're not getting, you know, as much as they could out of the lifestyle and their commitment to it. So um, yeah, I mean, if you can get kind of paired up with somebody who, you know, stoked, you know, so has those same kind of vision and kind of supports it and and even better has like a higher bar than you, mm-hmm. you know, like somebody who's there, at the, you know, he's always early. He's always, you know, trains, trains harder than you, trains better than you. I mean, someone kind of pick you up. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. So these are kind of the lifestyle components that can keep your effort, keep your drive going all the time, like 24 seven type thing. So having a goal, setting different goals throughout the year. So a 16 week goal to, to build muscle, a a 12 week goal to get shredded and build muscle again, go through different phases, a maintenance phase if you want to during the summer or whatever other times, um, just have different goals with concrete deadlines can really keep that motivation going. Uh, definitely having some sort of event tied into, to those goals is, is, is key, whether it's a vacation, um, a photo shoot, a contest, anything along that lines is helpful to keep that, that passion, that, that burning desire to want to push hard in the gym, uh, keep that feeling all the time. Uh, a great training partner is also really helpful. And then surrounding yourself with fellow goal-driven bros and and whatever we want to call the female version of, of bros, broettes or whatever. That, that just doesn't sound hardcore enough. Uh, anyways, let's uh, moving on to the workout. We're going to get into to pre-workout, what we like to do, and then during the workout to really yeah. intensify our efforts. Do you have any kind of rituals or routines or stuff that you do before you hit the gym? Yeah, like definitely. First of all, it kind of depends what I'm doing. Um, I, I typically either uh, train to get you know hypertrophy, train to get bigger, or I train to get stronger, um, or I or I train to lose some weight. <laughs> Um, and each one kind of has a different, I find I needed a, a slightly different mindset for each one. Um, so uh, what I'd like to do is, is I, I, tr- I always, when I get to the gym, um, I always sit in my car for a minute or two and just really kind of mentally rehearse, you know, what I'm about to do, what I want to accomplish. Uh, I used to do that in the locker room, but I found it, uh, I don't know, <laughs> basically when I'm in the locker room, I just want to get the hell out of there. It's just too much. Yep. <laughs> just too much if you know what I mean? Um, so, um, yeah, so I do it in my car now and, uh, I find that helps a little bit. So do you have yeah, like, tunes cranked on there or do you keep it quiet? No, I, I, I keep it quiet, man. Yeah. I mean, I used to, yeah, I, 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 t- I definitely keep it quiet. I'm just not, I don't amp myself up like I used to, yep. whether it's just a really, I don't know if I'm getting old or if I'm getting smarter or whatever, but like, yeah, all these different ways I can, you can jack yourself up mentally or whatever or your nervous system i just i really prefer just a a more mindful approach and i just i find once i get kind of balls deep in what i'm doing then all the i get all the jam and energy i need right i'm very much the same way very much the same. always like through all competitive sports i like to chill um beforehand i i was i was one where yeah very very, I look calm it's like the calm before the storm type thing i just i i don't i prefer not to be amped up all the time i'm not i'm not the guy in the gym who's 
fucking all fired up and stomping around or anything. I, I'm very level level headed and um, even like before sprinting, I just I always just I lie on the ground, shake my legs out, and just I preferred to be calm and cool uh-huh. and collected and just ready for the task at hand rather than all amped up and yeah i much. mean like that's when you get hurt too man mm. i mean when you get overly cranked up and you're not you know you're not paying attention to the what your body is telling you and you're kind of overriding everything just so you could especially like doing really like one rms and stuff like that you know it's just that's when that's when problems happen i mean it's just not worth it mm-hmm. yeah. so are you kind of you're, you're mentioned that you're kind of going through the motions in your head, like kind of preparing yourself for the workout. So obviously you must have a plan in place for what you're going to be uh, attacking during the workout in the gym. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, every time I show up and I don't really have a really good idea what I'm going to be doing, it's never as good a workout. So I really like to, again, even if it's before I leave in the morning, like just five minutes looking through my journal, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, you know, these are my goals. And, and always having kind of like plan B's in the back of my mind. Because sometimes things don't feel so good or whatever, or you want to make a change. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is just huge, huge. It's just like you get so much more out of the out of that hour than I find. Yeah. Oh, without yeah. a doubt. Do you ever find that, um, like, you can tell ahead of time that this is going to be a workout? I think I, I think I'm going to deload a bit, and instead of I just don't have it to push the heavier stuff, I'm going to reduce the weight a bit and focus on my form today or does that usually you, you can't tell until you get under the bar and you're like oh shit it's just not gonna work oh that's great I can tell um I I can tell if I'm gonna be weak yeah like if I if I'm training if I'm in a heavy phase I know as soon as there's a bar on my back I can tell okay I'm not uh, this, is, <laughs> this is gonna be the world beater day yeah um but I find when I'm training with volume it's much more of a I can just kind of, even if I feel kind of shitty or whatever, and I'm thinking, ah, I'm just going to mail this one in. If I if I get going, if I attack it, especially if I'm well fed, well hydrated, all that shit, um, I can get through it, no problem. Yep, so. I agree. It, it's definitely yeah, the strength thing. Yeah, say exact same way. You, yeah. I'm the exact same way as that. It's a, I I know when I'm not going to be able to lift heavy, and that that's fine. I can work around that. But if I feel I'm not too strong, and it's like a hypertrophy focused day. But it, it doesn't matter all that much. It's I'll just I can still dig deep and uh, work through it, and uh, yeah, push through the end. It's a, it's a whole different whole different experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. De- definitely key. I think I'm I always have a plan. Uh, we never we never show up without a plan in place, um, and I can like looking at I'll review my. The workout beforehand, I see the weight that I lifted the last time. If I'm feeling strong that day before I go into the gym, um, my my plan may be to to bump up the weight. Um, if I'm not feeling entirely strong or a little bit unsure about that strength, my I'll just be reviewing my notes from the last. I always like to re, write out some notes after my workout. If there's any kind of little improvement or tweak that I feel like I can make the next time that way, I'm thinking about that tweak ahead of time and not thinking about it so much when I'm in the, in the gym. So yeah, I'll, I'll prepare for, all right, this maybe this week, instead of bumping up the weight, I'll either push out another rep or I might keep it the exact same, slow down the tempo a tiny bit and just try to feel something a little bit better. Um, I don't know. There's different, there's subtle little adjustments that I know different ways I can progress, whether it's through increased 
weight, increasing the reps, or just increasing the quality of every rep uh, that I'm performing. So I'm always I have my plan in place and and know how I want to progress for that workout, and and mm-hmm. that definitely that improves my focus beforehand before I ever step in the in the gym. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's huge, man. I mean, because I, I also have like a, a training program. I, I really, especially once you get you know, you get a little, you're got some experience behind you. It's, it's kind of a moving target. Like it's a living, breathing thing and it, and it can adjust, you know, you have your basic workout you're going to do, but there, there should always be room for you to scale it up or scale it down. Uh, you know, ideally scaling it up more than scaling down. But, um, and yeah, so if you can kind of keep data like that, that you review before your next session, like stuff that worked and stuff that, you know, you'd rather you hadn't done stuff like that. If that can make a huge difference too. Yeah, like I do that. Yeah, like I keep it. That's why I keep. I don't do the app thing. Like with my training, it's no. all no. Yeah, it's all notebook. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. Exactly. I like to have that written written thing right in front of me. Yeah, um, yeah it's a huge deal. I think that's that's a way to in, increase your effort each and every time. If you're focused on some form of progress, you're going to be giving a greater effort than you did the following week. And I, I get excited to outperform what I did the previous week in in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And then I always look for forward to the change for, for myself. I like to change up my workout programs every four weeks. So I'll follow a structure for four weeks and, and progress on it. And then I look forward to the change afterwards. I may keep the split the same, change some exercises or change the exercise technique, like the protocol, whether it's changing from a, a straight set to a, a rest pause set or throw in some some drop set somewhere or just change different techniques to make it exciting and that, that just that boosts my enthusiasm especially for the first two weeks on the program then then my enthusiasm shifts from improving progressing on that plan afterwards but I think there's there's so much to say for that that novelty factor and from changing those techniques or protocols, from month to month and then completely changing splits or goals. Uh, like I said, shifting from a hypertrophy phase to a strength phase can cause that, uh, that shift in enthusiasm. It's a whole different beast, a whole different animal that you're going to be attacking there. So um, I think there's a lot to say for the novelty factor um, to really increase your enthusiasm. I think boosting your enthusiasm really leads to an increase in effort as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. something uh, something that we were recently talking about before we even arrive in that parking lot is kind of what's going on in our day leading up to the gym. And you just mentioned there's a lot of times that you like to go to the gym early. Um, and a lot of that is just so you don't have to deal with a lot of the, the craziness in the day. You want to expand on that? Well, yeah, like I do a lot of writing as part of my, part of my job. So, um, yeah, I find that if I get, I, if I start working, and especially it, it takes me forever some, sometimes to kind of get on on, on, a, on a roll and, and start producing, so then I don't want to stop. Like I want to kind of, I kind of want to milk this, uh, whatever, this this inspiration that I want. And then if I'm always kind of looking at like, you know, my watch, like, okay, I got to, you know, I got to get ready to work out, blah, blah, blah. I, it's just not a good match for me. So I, lately I switched, I go first thing in the morning. Um, so I still get up and I write a little bit, like I get up at four. Um, so I'll write for about an hour and then, then I pack it up, focus on what I'm doing and I'm, and I'm at the gym. So I, I find that's, that, that's good. That leaves me the rest of the day then to, uh, you know, do my other work. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know what? It's not for everybody, man. It takes some getting used to, and uh, yeah, I mean, other people love like training at five p.m. and I, I did that for years, and it certainly works. But it's got you know, this shit's got to work with your lifestyle. So yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, uh, if you happen to be training midday, you and I both agree. Uh, email, social media, like trying to uh, avoid stuff that can distract you uh especially any kind of confrontation or anything like that oh man oh dude i mean if i could i've made one i wish i could do this i can't but i wish i could like i wish i would not look at anything whether it's email and certainly not social media until i'm done that hour or two of writing and done my workout like if i would if i could do that i would be so much further along mm-hmm. um I still look at my email because I just feel, yeah, I just got to know what's going on. Yep. But I, and, and I'll glance at Twitter, but I will not go on Facebook until like middle of the day now. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just the time suck. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to get wrapped up in, yeah. in debates and, and different uh, conversations. And, um, yeah, depending on how narrow minded the person is, it can just <laughs> just blow me away i'm like are are you serious and then just it drives me nuts and then i'll be getting to the gym and it's still on my mind and i just i can't believe how freaking stubborn and just drives me freaking crazy and i let those thoughts play on my mind it just completely distracts me like then i'll start thinking oh now i've got a rebuttal i as soon as this workout's done i can't wait to get back there and 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 contribute more to this debate and get more wrapped up and involved in it just there's it, rarely, rarely does anything productive ever come yeah. from that. And it definitely leads to a distracted workout. And, um, yeah, you've lost, man. Yes. If, if, if you're halfway through, you know, if you're at the gym and you got, and you're on Facebook, you've lost, you've lost the battle. Like it's, it's <laughs> you just pack it up, man. You know, wave the white flag, go home. Yeah. Um, you know, I get it. You know, we are, we're all busy nowadays and you gotta, if you have family, you gotta keep your phone with you or whatever, just, you know, whatever. If there's a catastrophe or kid needs a ride home or whatever, but man, you do not need to be on social media. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yep. So pre, pre-workout, try to, I guess that'd be one of our advices, uh, advices. Oh my God. I sound like Arnold. there. <laughs> 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 that'd be one of our tips. There is that to, uh, to try to stay away from from Facebook and social media and, and avoid even checking your email an hour before you, oh, you yeah. hit the gym, um, do whatever else, but try try not to do anything that could keep it something in your mind in your thoughts while you're while you're training leading leading up to the gym. Not always easy, but uh, something that we we both uh, are striving to do. We both experience firsthand when we do. It does negatively impact our. Our workout. How about you mentioned a little bit about supplements? So a good time for you to to take something where it might hype you up a bit would be if you're in a deficit and really feeling yeah. dragged down or you're tired and you need a bit of a boost. Um, so as pre workouts, it's something that you don't take on a regular basis to to kind of amp you up before a workout. No, no, I am not. I'll take you know I'll drink my share of coffee and occasionally have some some caffeine or. Um, but yeah, no, I do not, I do not crank up anymore, man. I'm just, uh, yeah, I just, not, it's just not my thing. So, but I do, that's the thing. I kind of save them until I, I need them at certain points of the year. So right. I feel that's a healthier practice. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we spent so much time lifting without all this stuff. I mean, with both of us being, uh, being around the 40 mark right now, I mean, the whole pre-workout stuff wasn't, wasn't so big back then. And I mean, I even didn't even really know any guys were taking caffeine pre-workout when I started in the gym and in my late teens, there's, it was just all about the, the post-workout shakes and all that kind of stuff. So you never, you never had an ephedrine phase. Oh dude. Yeah. But that was mainly for fat loss. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, like, Oh, I'll never forget when I took the hydroxy cut. So that would have been my early 20s. And hydroxy cut was still like they were like full dose stuff here in Canada. And yeah, I got on uh, on the treadmill just to do a little warm up. Oh, my God. I was like I was out to out to lunch. I just, yeah, that stuff is crazy. He's winging out on the treadmill. Yeah, (laughs) that was not 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 a good time. Yeah, but I don't know. It's not like today. It's like all the teenagers have, they're all amped up on pre-workout. It's like they, they have a monster drink or rock star caffeinated beverage for lunch. And then two hours later, they're getting ready to, to hit the gym and they're taking their pre-workout and they're just like crazy, always amped up. And just, uh, yeah, we weren't, we weren't like that when we were. And that really, that's really, I find that really bad, man. When I see like young kids, like early teens, they're sucking back like some big ass monster drink or whatever. There's like, Frick, I don't know how many there are now. And, you know, you buy them at Seven Eleven right next to the, you know, your Diet Coke and, and everything. Like, it's, yeah, that's just, I don't know. That's just not good for a young person to be inhaling. I mean, mm-hmm. I, mean I don't know. Yeah. My person, yeah. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go through a phase uh, within the next couple of weeks. I'm going to start it where I just, I, I stop the pre-workout stuff, cut out the caffeine, um, and, and see how see how it goes. See how my see if it impacts my workout, but just yeah, just give myself a break from from the caffeine intake there, and see how it impacts. Just take it when I need it, if I need it, and um, you'll, you'll be probably the coffee for my dead hands. Though, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Me too. <laughs> I, I am down to one cup most days though, and occasionally a second cup I'll I'll grab. But uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. I used to be uh, three, four cups easy, but uh, yeah. Yeah, cut that back in the new year and haven't looked back since. That's I'm pretty happy about that. Nice. One last thing I usually do before the gym. I've been doing it lately, and I actually uh, I did this before my last contest too. There's a YouTube video I came across. It's like a 10 minute video, maybe nine minute video. I'll post it under this post on uh, on the site there. Um, it's just uh, seeing guys hardcore ripped, shredded, cut and jacked. Um, bodybuilders working out and then it, it switched from the training to seeing them on stage and the the music was just it was like awesome just pump up freaking music so the music combined with seeing guys training hard and looking at their best just fucking fired me up like crazy and uh two weeks ago when i was really when rick and i we changed up our workout program and we started including different styles of training and our workouts that really got me fired up and my our effort for both of us has completely gone through the roof in the past two weeks i was like it's feeling that increase in effort and it just sparked my memory i should go back and check that that video and so i've started playing it before i hit the gym i'll put that that video on and it just fires me up because it just it's an appreciation for the art form um seeing the guys on the stage there and seeing them grunting Mm -hmm. out some i mean when i see someone else 
pushing hard. It just wants, it makes me want to step up my game and, and bring it to the next level. So that's been, a, it's been a big help to me in the past and it still is. I watch that same freaking video before every workout and uh, it fires me up every single freaking time. That's awesome. I know, uh, yeah, like stuff in the golden era, like, you know, Arnold and, and those guys, that'll, that stokes me or, you know, or even the, the, that classic, that Dorian Yates video, the black and white stuff where he's, that guy's screaming at him the whole time. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is insane trading. I hate trading that way, but man, it's just like, if that doesn't like inspire you to work hard, I don't know what will. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I freaking love it. It's, it is. It's good. So it's every once in a while that I'll, well, I like watching it frequently now, but yeah, finding different videos to really fire you up can be, uh, it can be good to get you. It might be the thing that flips that switch for you and puts you in the zone before you hit the gym. Mm-hmm. Do you find, uh, I, I've kind of mentioned, well, I've, our, our shift in change, uh, training right now has really boosted our motivation, our enthusiasm, and really getting us to push out more. Uh, we've been doing, including more forced reps um, for this phase right now. So we save it for the last set of every exercise where we know we know ahead of time that my, my partner's going to be there to spot me. He's just going to, say for the bench press, for example, he's just lightly touching that bar and getting me to push out a few extra reps. So normally we we stop at momentary muscular failure where we know the next rep is going to get a little bit sloppy i don't like to push it to the point where that rep's going to be sloppy so this time we push it to that point where the rep may get sloppy but the workout partner will spot us just enough so your form still looks clean you're not using other supporting muscles to help you out there so we've been pushing out like an extra rep or two sometimes three depending on uh, on the exercise there and uh that's been awesome. It's just knowing ahead of time that this, this is the last set of the exercise. I'm going to give it everything I got. My workout partner's there to, to spot me and give me just that little extra boost to help me push out um, a couple extra reps. It just it fires me up. And then afterwards, you're like, damn, that's freaking awesome. I cranked out an extra two reps. You feel great. And I think I just feed off of the excitement leading up to it and then the thrill afterwards of pushing out those extra few reps there we're doing it in a smart way where it's it's only one set for each exercise and um, Uh we never feel run down we feel excited about it i think it's just one way for us to step outside of our comfort zone and challenge ourselves in a different way Um, yeah like that's uh yeah i i I call it last set best set and uh yeah i mean that's an awesome way to train. I mean, because especially if you do enough workup sets where you kind of get an appreciable amount of volume. Yeah. Uh, and then you have that one balls out set, which if you're doing something, especially if you're doing something like squats, that can just, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> nothing's more difficult than that. Yeah. Yeah. Last set, best set. I, I really, uh, I dug it when you were here and, and referred mm. to the, uh, just a disgusting set. You're just, you're giving everything you got. You just know that you have to dig deep. It's going to suck, but, yeah. uh, you're going to push through it and just give it everything you got on that last set. Yeah. That's, 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 I love, yeah, that's my favorite part of training right there. <laughs> love it. it. It's where you show yourself what you're made of right mm-hmm. there. When you're really, really grinding it out. And, uh, it's amazing when you, when you know it ahead of time, last set, best set, it's just, yeah, you just you're able to give it everything that you got, and you kind of work through that pain barrier, and 
just dig deep, man. <laughs> you just dig mm-hmm. deep. And it's amazing where you can pull pull out of you in those moments. You, you feel that burn. You feel that, that uh, just that, that burning sensation. Every sensation, everything is on fire. And you still flip that switch and, and just keep pushing. You keep pushing. Somehow you find, somehow you find it. It's in you. It's always there. And it's not, uh, you just realize that it's always been there. You just don't get to that point. You never let yourself get to that point. You're stopping short uh, in the other set. So, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah and then you roll out of bed the next day yeah. and, <laughs> and somehow make it to the chiropractor. Yeah. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. It's not, again, you, you got to be smart with the exercises there. It's, uh, I find squats, it's definitely not going to be on anything heavy. It's, it's usually on a hypertrophy focus exercise where going to really give it everything I got. I love something like the, the leg press where you can just keep, keep cranking things out. And even at finishing off with partial reps, partial reps at the end where your range of motion just shortens up and just, just keep going, just keep going. And yeah, again, that, that just fucking, that, that just brings you to a whole new, new, another level mentally. And, um, I think you realize, Hey, when you, once you step out of your, your comfort zone, that becomes your new comfort zone and just always expanding it. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I like, I'm like what you're throwing down. <laughs> well, we had fun. That leg workout we did together was ridiculous. And, uh, I felt mm-hmm. bad for you, uh, hopping on a plane afterwards. But <laughs> for us little guys, we have to, we have to find that, that level. We, we have to bust our ass off and, and dig deep and really, really find that that place with inside us that uh that can get us to just again it's blocking things out it's in the zone and it's funny even seeing it you can see it happen uh rick usually isn't one to get to that level i i think it's been in me uh, as an athlete uh, especially from the 400 meter dash sprinting that knowing that last hundred meters it's all mindset and that your, your legs are just on freaking fire and to somehow pull it out of you and then collapse at the end um, I think having gone through that kind of training background, I, I always carry that into uh, into the gym. So I, I like to go that to that place. I actually embrace it. I fucking love it. I feed off of it. Rick is someone who usually doesn't do it, but he did it the other day, uh, and it was on the leg to the leg press. We were doing a disgusting drop set there, and um, I just saw it. He it, he went from it was intensity, kind of that the grunting and er er, and then yeah. he went expressionless like just you get in the zone and you just block all that shit out and you just do the work and uh i hit that this past week as well because i found the week before i was grunting it out and and again i think part of it was for the camera rick was recording my my set there i was like really making it probably grunting more than i usually do in the gym and this week i cranked out cranked out even more reps because i just I just blocked that shit out. I just got in that zone. I, I, I find the more I grunt, the more I'm thinking about the pain. So I just fucking get in uh-huh. that zone and just keep pushing. Just stay focused. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. I find the yeah. You don't need too many theatrics. It's much more of an internal thing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I see a lot of guys getting amped up before a set, especially if it's a heavy set and they're fucking slapping each other on the back. And- it, 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 it is theatrics. I'm like, you guys are are freaking nuts here. Like, if someone slaps me on the back, that's not going to get me to focus. That's not going to get me amped up. I'm going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> get your hands off me. I'll slap you. <laughs> uh, I, 
that's something I, I don't understand. Yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, it's young people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, how between sets and everything is there there a difference in your approach between a hypertrophy set or a, a strength set? Do you do you find that you really have to to find that quiet place, or do you have to get amped up? Like you see some guys just freaking attack the bar. They'll go from being quiet, they're focused, they're they're kind of visualizing the lift and then like if it's be- right before a deadlift or a squat they switch from being calm to just a freaking raging animal about to uh, attack that bar and they're stomping towards it and then boom big lift and they're done do you do you attack the bar a little bit differently between a, a strength focused workout or a hypertrophy focused uh, exercise you know what man i just yeah like i i I really, I just try to keep that, that's just energy that I could be expending in other areas. Yep. Um, you know, certainly, uh, like, with respect to rest intervals, I find, uh, if I, I, I always time my rest because my rule of thumb is when you're, when you're training to be stronger, you want to rest a little bit longer than you feel necessary. Like, so when you kind of feel like, all right, I'm ready to go again, okay, now give yourself another 15, 30 seconds, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do the exact opposite when I'm trying to get bigger. Like I just, I haven't quite reached, you know, you know, I, I finish the set, I sit down or I walk around or whatever, and I haven't quite reached my point of total recovery. Then I go again. So I'm always kind of in that a little bit of a debt, so to speak. Um, so those are like the two different ways I approach training. Um, so yeah, I mean, so my, I'm very cognizant of that. So I, do, I try not to have anything that distracts me from, from, being mindful of that. So like, I'm not on my phone. I'm not fucking hooting and hollering or, or staring in the mirror or anything like that. I'm just kind of, that's my task. That's what I'm focusing on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've really, uh, part of my issue is that my, my phone is my camera a lot of the times when I'm recording our workouts. So it's there and it's there for emergency purposes as well. Um, there yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I, I probably went through a phase for, for four to six weeks where I would check, Facebook or Instagram or email in between sets when my worker partner didn't need me around. And I'm like, fuck, I just, it just completely distracted me. So yeah, I stopped doing that and that's made a, made a huge difference. Phone is there for emergency purposes or to record a set when I, when I need to record it for either YouTube or for one of my programs. Um, but yeah, avoiding that shit is, uh, has been huge for me. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how many people are texting and stuff be- between sets. That's just, That's that would, that would take me right out. I don't want to be thinking about conversations with other people. I'm, this is my time. I'm going to make the most out of it and yeah. uh, be the best that I can be while I'm here. I'll save that shit. There's tons of time in my day for, to get caught up on all that other meaningless stuff. Um, yeah yeah I, I couldn't agree more man i mean that's just jesus i mean you just just work that much harder and faster and then you'll be able to you'll you'll, you'll be able to send that message you know in, in half an hour just do what you do what you're there to do yeah. you know yeah, yeah for sure uh i find the other thing i've been doing i was doing was thinking too much between like, during my lifts and before my lifts like thinking about the mechanics of it thinking about um, adjustments that I'm going to make. And that's why I've been lately been doing, uh, trying to think of any adjustments I'm going to make before the workout. Um, form, form and everything. If you're thinking about your mechanics and thinking too much about everything, even thinking about how much reps you should be doing, you already know the target 
that you should uh, be going for. You shouldn't be thinking about that between sets. Just fucking give it your all. I find <coughs> find if I'm thinking too much, that in itself can can be a distraction. And lately, I've just been trying to like between sets. I'll be talking. Rick and I like to we'll chat for a little bit during our rest period, and then I got to give myself about uh, twenty to thirty seconds to just fuck clear my freaking head, and I don't think about a damn thing. I just get my breathing under control, get my focus ready. I don't need to really amp myself up. I just get ready to do what I, I got to do and yeah. uh, just do the freaking work instead of thinking about it. just, just fucking do it. I think that's people make it way more complex than it needs to be and overthink things. And you see them go out from under the bar and they're all frustrated. They're like, Oh, I think my knee came in a little bit on this squat there. Or I'm like, what the fuck? You, you got the damn bar up. Just get that fucking bar up and do, do the job. I hear you, Holmes. I hear you. Yeah, it's not that complicated. It's much more, the effort is much more important. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's a big difference there between the strength focus and the hypertrophy focus. With a hypertrophy workout, it's a lighter load and you're training for that feel. Like during, during a set, Rick might make a subtle adjustment to his form. He was thinking about it prior to his set. Then he did it. And then afterwards he'll share what he did to me and how he felt it. And then I might do the same thing. We give each other feedback that way. So there are, we'll be thinking about it, talking about it ahead of time. It's in my head. Then boom, focus job done afterwards. But I find it's a little bit different with a hypertrophy focus, like thinking during the exercise, trying to train for that feel but still not not overthinking it, not overcomplicating it, more along the lines of being playful and having some fun with it. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, so you just got to watch Pumping Iron and, and, <laughs> and just, you know, I, I hate referring back to that movie all the time, but that's that's the, that's the discipline right there is that like, they had so much fun, you know, while they were training and just like just their experience was fun and, and, and they're pushing each other. But when that moment came to perform the set, it was all balls out it was focus and then you know set was over then it's you know then it's back to their you know kind of but it's having that 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 off switch off on switch so yeah yeah i think that's a that's a huge point your your training should be fun the overall experience is meant to be enjoying as, as we've mentioned before this is this is something that should be enhancing your life it uh it shouldn't be something you're you're dreading or or even trying to do just because like we said or like the latest research or whatever this is the, the latest fad out there and um, getting all technical too overly technical with the training protocol and just fucking go in there have some fun do the type of training that that you love um, uh-huh. I think that's I, I think that's key and have fun like surrounding yourself with good people in the gym and having a good time and um, I dig that. That's something that I think I was missing out on in those early years before I was training with Rick and just keep it to my, keep it to myself and having those headphones on. Like I, I love the camaraderie. I really f- feed off of the camaraderie in there. Um, as long as it's not like some of the guys will, they'll spend five minutes or more in between sets because they're talking so much. Now you gotta, you have your little quick chat and then boom, get to business. And when it's, business time it's you're focused and giving it everything it got yeah exactly awesome man awesome i think uh i think that's pretty pretty damn good Uh, (laughs) 
Yeah, I think it's pretty good, man. Uh, that's probably longer longer than I was expecting it to be, but uh, yeah, just you're, to close you're, it. Man. You're in the zone, man. That's why you like you're on a you're on a zone. You're on a trip, man. Like I, I think to... yeah. I I'm saying I, it's a topic that I'm passionate about right now yeah. because I, I've kind of found this new level, <laughs> and uh, I mean no, I shouldn't say a new level. It's a level I've been at before, and I just kind of lost that intensity and effort i guess you could say mm-hmm. um my passions just i it just i think it all feeds off each other when you when you start finding that that level again and stepping things up it just adds fuel to the fire and i just and a lot of times i find myself thinking what like what was it what was the switch that i flipped and i don't know i think a lot of times it's just there isn't an answer other than sometimes you just want it more than others and yeah. um sometimes you got to get yourself to want it more than others and sometimes it just happens and uh, yeah a lot of these things can't be explained there's there's no secret to flipping the switch sometimes you just got to dig deep know it's there inside of you and I, I to me personally i think i i gain a lot more sense a greater sense of accomplishment when i'm giving my very best effort in the gym like i walk out of the gym Feeling like I, I know I left everything on the gym floor there, and I'm exhausted and spent, but I feel a great sense of of gratification, Accompl- accomplishment yeah. for sure. I just it feels good. I feel like you know what I'm making the most out of what I have right now, and I made the most of the time that I had in there. I'm giving it my best, and I think I'm more focused than, than ever right now, and just living for my living towards my true potential, and just giving my best each and every day. And, when I'm there in the gym, I want to give it my best there. When I'm with my kids, I want to give my best there and just be present in the moment doing what I love uh, each and every aspect of my day. That's huge advice right there. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, man. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, definitely a great, great conversation. I, I hope the people listening gain some tidbits in there. Um, bits and pieces of, of advice to help them kick up their effort during their training and different little strategies to use pre-training during training. Uh, but bottom line, it's, it's all, all you own that time in the gym and, and do what you do best and just give it your best in there. Absolutely. Fantastic, buddy. Always great talking to you or yeah. talking with you. This is a great <laughs> conversation. Really, I uh, really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. It's good to be back. All right, gang. Hope you enjoyed it. Give us some feedback. Hit us up on on social media. Visit our websites, metabolicmasterpiece.com and briancron.com. We'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See ya.